Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from Chicago. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The staff recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean Chicken. Special thanks to Brendan Escott for filling in for the last uh, half hour. Um, we got lots to get to, and we're going to head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline and uh, hook up with NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. All right, John, uh, lo and behold, uh, Jay Woodcroft's now 7-3 and three as head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. And Miko Koskinen has got the best road uh, record in the NHL of any goaltender, 12-2-2. and two, And he's on a run 7-0-1 run with a 2.19 goals against average, 9.34 save percentage. Is the uh, wheel starting to turn a bit here? What do you think, John? Well, I, listen, I, I think the practical answer is is they're winning the games they're supposed to win. You know, when you look at that, uh, the first five games that Jay took over, you know, how many how many teams were playoff teams? Teams that the Oilers were actually better than. Uh, you know, the Florida game was, was a great win. Uh, you know they had to. You know they were supposed to win in Philadelphia last night. That's a given. They should win in Chicago tomorrow night. That's part of what has to happen. Winning the games you're supposed to win is 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 a measure. Uh, there's still a challenge, but you have to like what you saw in Philadelphia, uh, Bob. We've talked about for the last week that uh, you know particularly the Tampa game and the Carolina game. Uh, one game was bad goaltending and there was enough scoring, and the second game was not enough scoring and good goaltending. So last night in Philadelphia, they had both, and that's that's where this team needs to be to be be a playoff contender and to fight its way up the Pacific Division. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Brian Lawton. Um, if you're Ken Holland, what uh, positional need do you target? I think the blue line. 
Uh, I think that they still need some help uh, defensively. Uh, you know, when you look at the amount of shots on goal, I mean, uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but and you could tell me, but I think Philadelphia shot them last night, didn't they? Yeah, it was. Uh, I think they did. Th- 31-30 game with about eight minutes left and Flyers down 2 nothing. So score effects yeah. maybe played a factor, desperation, but they got they did outshoot them. They had 39 shots on goal, John. Yeah, as, and I mean, I so I, I think defensive structure, something that Dave Manson's been working on since he's he's been there, is helping. Uh, but I think that, uh, and you know as well as I do, Bob, if you're going to get get to the playoffs and you have a chance to get a run in the playoffs, you're going to need eight or nine or ten defensemen anyway. So you might as well go get a defenseman that can help you now. Well, that's going to be an interesting one. I'm not well, sure. By where the way, what did defense... Lawton say? What did Lawton say? Oh, he thought goaltending and defense. Okay. So he went with goaltending and defense, and I just, I mean, I'm kind of looking at things, you know, Alan Walsh and Marc-Andre Fleury are going to have a large uh, part in where ultimately Marc-Andre Fleury goes. We've got a new general manager who's 33 years of age in Chicago. The course and direction that they take, I mean, he's going to want to, I mean, they traded away a number one pick to get uh, Seth Jones from the Columbus Blue Jackets. And unless that pick ends up being first or second overall, that pick's going to Columbus. So they're going to want to find a way to get some picks back, given the position they're in. Now, Brian is of the volition that even if Edmonton was originally on the no-trade list uh, for the... Uh, for the flurry camp that you could potentially circle back to that in the closing hours. And he, and Brian also thinks, uh, John, it's going to be a buyer's market. He does not believe it's going to be a seller's market because there's so many teams out of it in the Eastern Conference. But, uh, he, he, I mean, I think most people would say right defense instead of left defense. You got Duncan Keith back. He only played 15-56, so we're probably looking at a right D, especially since there's a little bit of redundancy between Tyson Berry and Evan Bouchard. And I think we all know the Oilers aren't going to get rid of Evan Bouchard. So, I don't know, it's going to be interesting, John, you know what I mean? Well, and, and, you know, if you take Fleury out of the equation... Um, and I, I, you know, I, I'm still not convinced that Flurry fits into Edmonton's uh, uh, roster for a lot of reasons. Whether it be cap space, whether it be Flurry's decision, um, or the amount of assets that you have to give up to to get him. If you take Flurry out of the equation, who are we talking about in goal? Uh, and, and to me, that's why I think it's probably more important to to, uh, to you know to, to improve the blue line to take pressure off of Koskinen and Smith over the period of time from the 21st of March till the, the end of the regular season. John, this one comes in from Brian. He says, does P.K. Subban as a rental make sense? Now, he's got a huge ticket. Uh, however, the real cash dollar is quite minimal. In his deal, I think you'd have to broker a three-way trade, which means you're paying at least two assets in order to do that. Does P, like I, I kind of look more at Justin Braun, who's you know 1.8 million, yeah. than PK Subban at nine. What about you? It's funny. I, I talked to somebody who was in New Jersey this weekend and was scouting the, the the team, and 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 they said there's only one defenseman that any team in the NHL will have interest in with the Devils, and that's Damon Severson. And the PK Subban can't even move around the ice anymore. So any any thought about PK Subban helping a team 
uh, really has disappeared, I think. Uh, Justin Braun, uh, a plus player on a Philly team that, as an example, uh, has a, a left-shot defenseman right now that used to be pretty good, Keith Yandel. He's minus 32 this season. And, I mean, if you're a plus player on a team that's got a minus 50 goal differential, and Justin Braun's not, I mean, he's playing a lot. I mean, he's a $1.8 million cap hit, uh, Johnny, and a guy that uh, Jay Woodcroft knows as well. He's playing 20 yeah. minutes a game. There's a guy. There's a guy that I think a team will give up at least a second round draft choice for is Justin Braun. Uh, yeah, uh, the other one you have to wonder about is uh, if Josh Manson doesn't get signed in, in Anaheim by the Ducks. Although, if I'm Pat Verbeek, I'm certainly trying to sign him. And could you see Josh Manson being reunited, reunited with his dad? Yeah, well, they got a bit of that going on with Dave Lowry and Adam Lowry. Different because Dave Lowry is the interim head coach of the Winnipeg Jets. I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked about uh, Brian, just about Winnipeg. What's happening there with Kevin Sheveldale? I mean, the Jets invested some assets in improving their defense. They've got a legitimate top five goaltender in the league in Connor Hellebuck. But right now they're in 12th place in the West, John. Well, Connor Hellebuck has not had a good season. Uh, Connor Hellebuck has been overplayed. Uh, the, the lack of confidence they have showed in Eric Comrie uh, is an indication that uh, they probably should have found a way to, to keep Laurent Boissois as the backup goalie, who's done a pretty good job in Vegas, by the way. Um, and, and so that's the one thing. I, I think Hellebuck has been fair to Midland most of the season. He's been, you know, even last night against Montreal, Bob, I had, you know, I, was, I had the TVs going watching the Jets play and watching the Oilers play. And Montreal, uh, down four nothing, had it four four halfway through the uh, halfway through the second period, and that you know that has to be a concern for the Jets. They've had a ton of injuries too. You know, Nick Ehlers is still not back. He's expected to be back before the all before the trade deadline. Andrew Kopp's first game back was last night. He made a difference. Um, and, and and the interesting thing about their blue line is that uh, they made two moves. I think everybody in the hockey world said, wow, the Jets are much improved in getting Brendan Dillon and Nate Schmidt and, and their, their top, their six defensemen were going to be quality six defensemen. The problem now is I'm not sure the season that Josh Morrissey has had has put him as a, as a number one defenseman. They might have six number, number twos and threes on their team right now. Uh, and that's giving a lot of license to a guy like uh, like Beaulieu or Stanley. So I, I'm probably being nice to them. So that's the other issue. Yeah, the other thing there is their big their big guys, one and two Wheeler and Shifley, have been uh, have been up and down like roller coasters. Uh, and right now they're playing well and they've got the good attitude, but you have to wonder how long that's going to last. Philip Forsberg, Nashville. I mean, they got to get that done there, don't they? They got a pretty good team. They do, and it's now becoming a distraction. You know, the amount of discussion uh, about Forsberg and his contract. I mean, uh, David's one of those guys. David Poyle's one of those guys that loves to work at the deadline. He 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 feels that if he doesn't do a trade at the deadline, then there's not a notch on his belt. Um, but at the same time, Philip Forsberg, you, you know, is is a quality hockey player for that club. And they have to find a way to sign them. And, and whether they, they they put it off in, into the summertime and take that risk, uh, David's been known to do that before. But also David's also not been afraid of signing guys to big deals if they can afford to do them. 
Well, it's an interesting. I'm going to be really intrigued to see what Philly does. They have Giroux. They have Justin Braun. There's reports they're going to try to sign Rasmus Ristolainen in Philadelphia, who they gave up pretty significant assets to Buffalo for. John, you got eight teams that are out of it in the East, and I think you got 12 teams that still think they're in it in the West, including the Edmonton Oilers. We're two and a half weeks away. How many wins does Edmonton need? They got eight games before the deadline. For Ken Holland to cash chips in and go for it. Six? You know, I, I'm not a I'm not a big cash in and go for it guy. Um, you know, because I I I, do, I never want to give up. I never want to give up first round picks. I just don't. I think there should be. You know, Paul Beeston, the, the you know the president of the Toronto Blue Jays for so many years had had philosophies about length of contracts and and what you give up. And I think you have to live and die by those uh, in order to 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 build a foundation, a long term foundation. And as much as the fan base wants to go for it, as much as there's be pressure to go for it, I just don't think you can do that yet uh, under these circumstances and give up first-round picks. You know, I mean, you, the Oilers will get to the playoffs. Uh, and then, and then, then it's up to guys like McDavid and Drysital and 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 Koskinen and, and Smith and Duncan Keith, who know and particularly Keith does knows how to play in the playoffs uh, to make a difference. I'm I'm not selling the farm right now. Uh, between now and the 21st of March to decide whether they go for it, and I just don't think it makes much sense for the long-term stability of the organization. I really don't, Bob. I, I, that may not be what the fans want to hear. Uh, but I, I, I do think that's a reality. John, great stuff. I got uh, Chief Billy Morin coming up next here uh, from wow. the River Crease. So thanks for joining us in Oilers Now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. 148, we're going to head back to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. And from the River Cree Resort and Casino, we welcome Chief Billy Morin to the show today. Billy, it's Bob Stoffer. How you doing? Hey, Bob, I'm doing good. How you doing? Good. Uh, restrictions free. The announcement came out yesterday. Uh, from the River Cree. What does that mean? Educate our listeners. Yeah, so uh, just exactly how it sounds, restrictions free at River Cree. So, you know, I was reading some of the online content and, uh, you know, I won't get into too much detail and get into the fight or the political stuff, but uh, we're not a part of the city of Edmonton. We're across the street. So whether you want to wear a mask here or you don't want to wear a mask here, there's no mask mandate. There's no check-in with your cue card. You come and enjoy uh, a night at the River Cree with your family and your friends, uh, watch a hockey game at the Twin Rinks or go to a concert, uh, our first our first uh, event is this weekend, sold out, MMA, and then next week we have uh, Glass Tiger and then Foreigner, Cold as Ice coming up, so you don't have to walk in with your QR code to do anything. It's just like 2019 all over again. How, you know, and I mean, hey, full disclosure, I swing by there once in a while. How, how challenging has this been uh, for, you know, your industry, for your hotel, for your restaurants, for the bookings in the hockey arena uh, throughout the course of the pandemic? 
extremely challenging, Bob. That um, you know, we were closed for up to about ten months or longer. You know, most people might not uh, realize that uh, this is a First Nations casino, so this affects not only our casino, but we also give proceeds on the social causes to all the other 46 First Nations in Alberta. And when you close ten months of the year, uh, this is our biggest revenue generator. That affects housing. That affects a whole bunch of families on First Nations. Not to mention our employees. Yes. Um, you know, we had to lay off close to 80 percent of our of our workforce, which is at a thousand uh, with uh, full time and part time. So it was huge. Uh, it was a huge blow to us, just like every other industry that struggled. But we got through it together. So you know, what I really look forward to the most is again people just enjoying a night out because they deserve it. And you know, uh, Billy, the reality is, if you want to wear a mask, there you can still wear a mask, right? Nobody's going to sit there and suggest otherwise. It's just you don't have to. Uh, just outside the city limits there. No, yeah, absolutely, Bob. I mean, I was walking the floor just now. About one-third of uh, the patrons have their masks on, and uh, a lot of our employees do, and that's totally up to them. We're fine with that. And if you don't want to wear one and you want to enjoy a drink or you want to enjoy a smoke in the only smoking lounge in, in, in near the city, uh, you can do that, too, without a mask. Uh, and you, you mentioned you've got some, uh, I know that Janie Bames got some uh, more events coming up at the River Cree over the course of the, the next several months, and you'll have some announcements on that front. What about the hockey? Uh, because I know that there's a, there's a lot of men's league teams. Uh, I don't know how, uh, you know, I haven't skated there myself for five or six years, but is it, is it started to pick up here over the course of the last several months as uh, some of the restrictions got lifted? boys hockey team our men's hockey teams are going strong uh, we're looking to do summer league and the winter league's always sold out uh of course we we have the one-stop shop for hockey you get your vouchers you get your your full um all the games are taped that you can watch online uh the best rest in the city because that's important to us and you can have a beverage in the dressing room too if you want in a responsible way so hockey's doing good for us as well awesome stuff billy we appreciate your time okay thanks for joining us on Oilers now yeah, and I uh, just want to give a shout-out to Miko Koskinen on his road numbers. Thanks, Bob. Hey, well done. There you go. The show is called Oilers Now. That's Chief Billy Morin from the River Creek Resort and Casino. We'll tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at, Medi- uh, at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean Chicken. Uh, Reed Wilkins is a fan of the meat lovers. As we head into to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Looking for a great Oilers road trip? Fly nonstop to Smashville, Nashville with Flair Airlines to watch the Oilers play the Preds for only $1,750. Bucks. You can reach out to New West Travel at newwesttravel.com. Brendan Escott, we're going to go back to 1987. I remember this day well because let's just say it was a magical trade by Glenn Sather. The Oilers shipping cash and a second-round pick in the 1988 draft to the Minnesota North Stars in exchange for 30-year-old forward Kent Nilsson. Uh, that draft pick was turned into the, the missing link, Gates, while Nilsson played in just 17 games for the Oilers, scored five goals and 12 assists, so a point-a-game pace, and then ended his career in Europe. He did play six more games for Edmonton in 94-95, scored once. The magic man, Kent Nilsson, had a 130-point season with the Calgary Flames, was an electrifying offensive player. This guy uh, made a bet with some winter players that he could hit the crossbar from center ice on uh, on uh, four to five slap shots. He did it 
four for four, and then skated off the ice, didn't take the fifth shot. He had spectacular skill. Of course, many of you would remember, played on the line of Glenn Anderson and Mark Messier that throttled the Philadelphia Flyers in the seventh and deciding game of the 1987 finals. I will always say, even though the 85 Oilers were voted by the fans as the best team of all time, the 87 Oilers team was actually deeper and better. They also had Rhea Rutzelainen that they added that year on defense. All right, that's this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. If you're looking for a great road trip, fly not stop to Nashville. The Oilers and the Nashville Predators, uh, it'll be in April. Who knows what the rules will be by then. You can see the teams play for just 1750 bucks. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports Night from 6 to 8. What's he got shaking, Brendan? Uh, you'll get some audio from Oilers practice in Chicago, uh, as well as thoughts from NHL on Rogers analyst Kelly Rudy, uh, Blackhawks beat writer Ben Pope, and Team Alberta skip Brendan Botcher on the Briar starting Friday down in Lethbridge. Tomorrow's show is fluid. We'll tell you that. Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque for GCL Diesel and Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar. They will be joining you. Up next, a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell, followed by Angela Coquat from 2 to 3, and then 6.30 chat afternoons from 3 to 6. So long, everybody. Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.